Welcome to the Centerpoint Church podcast. At Centerpoint Church, we are a community of believers impacted by God's saving grace and the love He demonstrated in Jesus Christ. Our response to this amazing grace is to allow it to transform our lives and to share it with others. As a body of believers, we find our purpose in knowing Christ, growing together, and reaching beyond ourselves to help others do the same. In this week's message, we'll hear from Pastor Sai as he preaches from John chapter 5, verses 1 through 15, where Jesus asks a paralyzed man the question, Do you want to get well? Uh, we are in a series called The Questions of Jesus. The Questions of Jesus. And um, we've been going through a whole bunch of questions. In the, in the Gospels, which are the four narrative stories of Jesus' life, Jesus asks over 300 questions. And so we are not going to go through 300 questions, but we picked a handful that we're going to walk through. And the one we're doing today is, do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? Now that seems like a safe question, Right? I mean, that seems like a super easy, easy question to ask. But I can give a personal example of how sometimes we can, we can answer that question in one way and not mean it. All right, can I give you an example? Is that all right? So for, for years and years, I've been a very large mammal. And... I go to the doctor, and no matter what's going on, right, if I'm like, hey, my hair hurts, let that one settle in a bit, then their response is, well, you could lose some weight, okay? And so basically what the doctor would be asking me is like, do you want to get well? And I'm like, sure, I want to lose weight. And then I do nothing that would help with that. I don't change any habits. I don't, I don't start any new exercise routines. I don't change the way I eat. I do nothing. But yet I answered the question, do you want to lose weight? Do you want to get well? Yes, of course I do. But do nothing. So we're going to dive into kind of a, a, a concept uh, of this question, and it's going to take some context. We're going to read a passage of Scripture. Uh, it's from the book of John. So John was one of the followers of Jesus, one of the disciples. Um, he refers to himself as the one whom Jesus loved. So a very humble person John was. He was really young. He was a teenager when he started following Jesus. So, um, so John chapter 5 And the, in my Bible, so I've got one of these Bibles, an analog Bible, paper and stuff. You can use your phone if you want to follow along. But at the top, there's a header. It says, the healing at the pool. Now, I'm guessing the pools in our communities would be more filled this summer if that was the title over the, you know, this Saturday, healings at the pool. Everybody's like, I'm in. I got a bunion. Sorry. Bible. All right. 
If you're, it's just your first time here, this is just how it goes. <laughs> your friends who bought you here are like, oh no. <laughs> Sigh at wearecenterpoint.com for complaints. There we go. All right. Chapter 5, starting verse 1. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which in Aramaic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time. And he asked him, Jesus asked the invalid, do you want to get well? Now, I just gave you some, a little bit of context around this question. That's what the story does. This person had been invalid. His legs hadn't worked for 38 years. This man was so desperate to be healed that he believed that if he got into this pool of water, if he was the first person into the pool of water when some bubbles appeared in the pool of water, he believed that would heal him. That's how desperate he was to be healed. And Jesus asks, do you want to get well? Uh, yeah. Now, I'm not going to dive into a whole word, word study, um, but the word that, that Jesus used actually can be translated, do you want to be whole? Like complete, not like whole in the ground. English is such, it's a rough language. <laughs> do you want to be complete? Do you want to be whole? You want to be restored. That's what Jesus asked him. Now, this guy, right? He's been laying beside this pool for who knows how long. And so when he hears, do you want to get well? Do you want to be whole? All he could think about was getting these legs to work again. So while Jesus' question seems a, little, it seems a little silly to this guy, it's like, of course I do. And you can tell it seems silly to him by his answer. So this is how the guy responds to Jesus. Sir, now he doesn't know who Jesus is, okay? Note that. Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes in ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat, and walk. At once the man was cured, and he picked up his mat and walked. Done. Well done, Jesus. Has anybody ever heard of a a phrase or a term like, tunnel vision. Anybody ever heard of that before? Raise your hand if you've heard of that. Like tunnel vision. So the concept with tunnel vision is this can happen. Uh, it, it's a phenomenon where like 
your eyes still work, but all you can see is the thing that is directly in front of you. Like all other distractions of, are gone away, and all you can see, like you just are dialed into the one thing. So this guy who was laying next to the pool, he was so focused on physical healing that he didn't understand what Jesus was asking him. Jesus said, do you want to get well? And this guy was like, yeah, fix my legs. And that's all he could think about. And he was so consumed by it, he was so overwhelmed by that thought that nothing else could get in. And so Jesus says, fine, pick up your mat and walk. That's easy. Does anything consume you enough that maybe you can't hear what Jesus is asking? Does anything consume you enough that maybe you don't even know who Jesus is? Is there something that consumes your world so much that you're not sure what Jesus is capable of? tunnel vision on something. That's what this guy experienced. Now, he's not alone in this idea, this concept of of tunnel vision. That's why I'm asking the question. So I'm going to pick it up. uh, So it's verse 9, but the second half of verse 9. The day on which this took place was a Sabbath. So in Jewish culture, Jewish context, the Sabbath was this day where no one could do anything. Uh, And God had given the Sabbath to humans as a day to rest. God had rested on the seventh day after creation as an example and gave the gift of the Sabbath to humans that we were supposed to experience rest. One day a week was designed to rest. The religious people of Jesus' day had created so many rules, so many human rules on top of it. They had laid out all the ways Sabbath was supposed to work. It was no longer about resting in Christ, resting in God. It was all about not screwing up the rules. Thanks, religious folk. So, was a Sabbath. And so the Jewish leaders said to the man who had been healed... It is the Sabbath, and the law forbids that you carry your mat. To which this guy responded, Huh? They must, John missed that. So the invalid, he replied, The man who made me well said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. And so they asked him, Who is this fellow who told you to pick it up and walk? And the man who was healed had no idea who it was. For Jesus had slipped away into the crowd. Jesus healed this guy. 
This was the first time that he had seen this man. But the, the Jewish leaders knew the people who had sat around that pool. The synagogue leaders that lived in Jerusalem knew, knew who was there, knew who this guy was, and they couldn't see the healing. They could just see the breaking of the rule. They had so much tunnel vision on we have to make sure you don't break any rules that they couldn't see the miraculous. The invalid had an encounter with Jesus face to face, didn't know who he was and did not know what he was there for. The religious leaders, the religious leaders of the day knew of Jesus, didn't know who he was, didn't know why he was there. There's such an interesting parallel in the story. Maybe Jesus could ask the same question to the religious leaders. Do you want to get well? We're going to finish up this passage. Verse 14. Later Jesus found him, the invalid, At the temple. Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning, or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had made him well. The question is do you want to get well? The answer is Jesus. Because the the invalid had tunnel vision. All I could think of was physically I need these legs to work. I can't think of anything else. I can't do anything else. Nothing else is going to take until you can impact the physical need that I have. And so Jesus says, no problem, that's easy. But Jesus doesn't stop there. If it was If this question, do you want to get well, was just about physical healing, would Jesus have had to find him later? No. Because dude was healed. He's probably dancing, skipping, trying all the things you do. For 38 years, couldn't walk. Now he could walk. Why would Jesus need to find him later? Because he wasn't well. Because the question was about spiritually. The question was about salvation, about our, heart, our hearts. The question wasn't about a physical need. The, the question, do you want to get whole? Do you want to get well? Do you want to be restored? The question was about Do you want the relationship between you and God the Father to be restored? Jesus is saying, it's me, I'm the way. 
So the question is, do you want to get well? Now, we don't want to be like the Jewish leaders. Who, they knew, knew the Bible really well. They did church really well. Like nobody was better at church than the Jewish synagogue leaders. They nailed it. They had neat little robes they got to wear. I mean, it was just a thing. They totally missed the point. Jesus, right? So if you didn't know this, this is, this is good to know. Jesus was Jewish. And Jesus was known as the Messiah, who the Jews had been praying about for a couple thousand years, waiting on, waiting for him to show up, waiting for the Messiah to appear. And then Jesus shows up. And in fact, many people thought Jesus is the one. And today is, it's Palm Sunday, and Palm Sunday is in regards to Jesus entering Jerusalem the week where he would eventually die. So he, sh- he shows up in town, and, and he shows up riding on a donkey, all right? Jesus riding on a donkey. Now, I asked for a donkey, I was told no. But I did ask. Should get some points. Um, and so Jesus rides into town on a donkey, and the people had, had seen all of the physical healings that Jesus had done. And they had seen the miracles that Jesus had performed. And so the people took their cloaks and they threw them on the ground in front of of Jesus' donkey so that his donkey would not touch the ground but would walk on their cloaks, their coats, all the way into the city of Jerusalem. This was a welcome that they would give to royalty. Jesus was their king. He was the Messiah that they had wanted. These same people, five days later, are shouting, crucify him! Same people. Had Jesus changed in five days? Nope. The people, they had known the Messiah that was coming. The Messiah that was coming was going to be a great general of troops and was going to overthrow the Roman soldiers, was going to wipe out the Romans and restore Israel to her greatness. The Messiah was supposed to be a warrior. And so when Jesus rode into town on Palm Sunday, everybody's like, that's our king. Until they realized, wait a minute, that's not the kind of king we want. We, 
We don't want someone who's asking us to surrender. We don't want someone who's talking about a kingdom being in heaven. We want a kingdom right here, right now. We want things to go the way we want them to go right here and right now. Keep doing your tricks, Jesus. That's what we need. And Jesus said, no, you just need me. You need to believe. So in five days, Jesus went from a hero, a royal welcome, to a pariah. And he hadn't changed at all. So the question is, are we getting it right? When you hear the question, do you want to get well, what do you think of instantly? Think of your sore back, your hurting foot, your medical problem that is lingering, the test result you haven't got back yet. Or do you think, maybe I need to surrender everything? Give it all to Jesus, because he is who changes everything. And the only way I can be well, the only, the only way that being physically all right matters is if this works. Because having a miraculous physical healing does, does not impact your lostness. Having great church attendance does not impact your lostness. Being good at religious stuff does not impact your lostness. Believing Jesus is Savior and Lord and surrendering your life to him, that does. So the question is, do you want to get well? Do you have tunnel vision? Do you have tunnel vision on something? Maybe it's, maybe it's financial. It's like, if I can just get to this point financially, if I can just get to this point financially, then everything's going to change. That's a lie. It won't change. If Jesus did a financial miracle in your life, you would want more. Maybe the tunnel vision is like, I got to look a certain way. I have to appear to be a certain way. We have to look like our family has our crap together because people are watching us. We got to make sure it looks like everything is okay. Hey, everybody, smile for the picture. How we appear 
to others. Doesn't matter. It's not the point. Appearances aren't the goal. Relationship is. Belief, faith. We can get stuck in the wrong things. And the answer to the question, do you want to get well, is actually about things you can't see. Which is why Jesus had to find the man again. This is great news about who Jesus is. Because as much as we avoid him, as much as we say, yeah, yeah, Jesus, I'm coming, just give me a minute, I got some stuff to take care of first. As much as we say, hey, it, w- it would be nice, I mean, Jesus, what you're saying would be nice, but I'm in, I'm in high school and it's not cool to be a follower of Jesus. I, I work at this place, and where I work, it's not cool to be a follower of Jesus. My family, if my family found out I was actually surrendering my life and following Jesus, like, I'd be out of the will. So you're just going to have to wait, Jesus. Because I'm fixated on this other thing. But what we learn from this story is that Jesus keeps coming for you. Do you want to get well? Yeah, look at these legs. Yeah, no, that's not what even what I'm talking about, man. I'll come back in a bit. Hey, do I have your attention now? Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? Do you want to change everything? This week. Two things I want you to consider. What's an area in your life where maybe you have tunnel vision? It's an area in your life where you're so fixated on one thing that you cannot tell what's going on around you. Where you're just just dialed into the one thing and that's all that matters. Can you recognize it? Challenge yourself to see if you can find it. See if there's something. Where in your life are you fixated on something that's not Jesus? Second thing. Sometime this week, I want you to ask and answer, do you want to get well? So for me, I didn't just wake up in December of last year and be like, I'm fat. When did that happen? I am stunned. I 
I had known for a long time. I just wasn't going to do anything about it until I was. And so when I answered the question, do you want to get well, for years it was like, yeah, 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 but I have other things to do. Yeah, 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 sure, but I have other things to do. Ask yourself for real this week, do I want to get well? Am I ready to stop pretending? Am I ready to stop just, just playing and actually surrender my life and demote, devote myself to being a follower of Jesus? Regardless of what it means to anything else. Because this is the only thing that matters, actually. It's all that matters. Your relationship with Jesus. This week we have extra opportunities for you to investigate that. Come on Thursday night. I know it sounds weird, okay? I get it. Come and experience what it's like to be present in such humility. To feel love in a way you haven't felt it before. It will be a powerful night, I promise. 6.30 at Ursus Pinnacle. Friday, Good Friday. You're going to hear the story of Jesus going to the cross from the point of his betrayal to the time that the tomb closes. It makes Easter sweeter if you experience that in community. Ask yourself this week, do you want to get well? I cannot answer that for you. The church cannot answer that for you. You have to answer it. And it's not just here, it's here. Do you want to get well? Let's pray. Father, thank you for your gift. Your gift of these stories that that point us to you, point us to your Son, our Savior, who you sent. God, help us to understand and to see him for who he is. Help us to receive what he wants to give to us, what he's already given that we've yet to take upon ourselves. Lord, thank you for the blessing of, of time and patience, the fact that you keep pursuing us regardless of how much we push you away is remarkable and amazing. So God, we celebrate you. We celebrate how you're working. Help us, Lord, to wrestle with the question, do we want to get well? Help us to be honest and to give us peace in our honesty so we can be real with ourselves and you. Amen. So here's the deal with uh, the message, and if, like I said, this is your first time here, it doesn't matter what I say if you leave here and, are, and don't, don't do anything with this. If you don't spend some time asking yourself this week, where, what am I fixated on that's pushing everything that has anything to do with Jesus to the side? Where, where do I have tunnel vision? that makes it impossible for me to see what Jesus is trying to do.
If you don't go and ask that question, nothing changes. And that, that's sad for you. If you don't go this week and ask yourself, do I want to get well? Then you'll show up the next day or the next week back to church the same way you were today. And that's on you. Jesus is pursuing you. And he wants it for you. Lean in. Ask. Thanks for listening to the Centerpoint Church Podcast. Be sure to keep up with us on social media at facebook.com slash wearecenterpoint or on Instagram at wearecenterpoint. We hope to see you soon in person for worship this Sunday at 930.